0: Hey everybody, it's your girl Tally, pop culture's chief county brand officer. Talent like it is so you don't have to on all things personal branding, pop culture and life. Listen, I've poured my Topo Chico. I'm sufficiently caffeinated and ready to dive in. Let's get started. Okay, y'all, I'm so excited for this episode. First of all, I love talking about emotional branding. This is the seven secrets to converting your audience using emotional branding. This hopefully will be full of some good stuff, but I want to kind of dive in right away into brand psychology because really building an emotional brand and having that brand be dynamic is all about really understanding what gets humans to pull the trigger and what like gets us to Not only convert, but to become super fans. So let's dive into brand psychology. So one of the key parts of being not only a great personal brand and marketer, but a great business owner and CEO is understanding how and why people think and act the way that they do. It's much harder to create compelling content marketing. For example, if you do not know why it would be compelling to your audience in the first place. So this is where looking at your marketing activities through a psychological lens can really help. So if you understand some of the basic elements of psychology and understand how those principles influence uh, how people think, feel and behave, for example, you can better connect with people, influence their behavior and hopefully you see better results all around in with your business, your brand, and you won't have to work as hard. You'll have that thread. Like you'll have that knowingness of like, I know exactly what my audience needs to hear right now. And this is going to hit them right here in the fields. And this is how I'm going to convert them. So let's get started with some lessons in psychology. Okay. So first I actually did a little bit of, I wanted to see what, definitions for brand psychology were out there and turns out they're fucking not much. So I just was like, <laughs> close my eyes and I'm like, what is brand psychology? Like, what is brand psych? And I was, a psycholo- I was a psychology minor in college. And so I love this aspect, but to me, it's using psychological cues to catalyze a state change and connect with your audience and demographic and or customer. It's truly using psychological cues to catalyze a change. It's getting your audience to feel something. It's all about the feeling space. So if you think about something that's referenced a lot, which is Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is fundamental to human existence, the hierarchy is actually split between where we lack and where we want to grow. For those of you who I know you guys are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy, I mean, I have many times of you seen that triangle reference seven ways from Sunday with content creators. But if you actually do, I remember this very, very vaguely back in college, but it's Abraham Maslow wrote this book and he wrote a paper first, but then he wrote a book and it's pretty dope. It's called motivation and psychology or psychology motivation or something like that. And he wrote it. No, it's motivation. I think in personality. So he wrote it in the fifties. It originally came off of this paper he wrote in the thirties. And it's really, really interesting. I would just really, if you're into brand psychology and you want to kind of learn more about yourself and the way that humans think, I would definitely see if you can go pick that up. They're in a lot of older bookstores. If you live in a city and they actually have real bookstores, sometimes you can come across an original copy and they're pretty dope. So anyway, the psychological needs covers very basic fundamental, the way our humanity actually works. The way that we were built, this is of course an older paradigm because as we move into kind of this new human paradigm, it's more about lateral blockchain leadership and laterality instead of being more hierarchical, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, so psychological needs basically included, there was safety in there, love and belonging, you know, self-affinity and esteem, you know, making sure that we were mentally keeping ourselves strong. So there were some like mental needs in there. And then because we're visual creatures, we wanted to make sure that there were aesthetic needs. And then of course, oh, self-actualization and then transcendence. So when you're actually using emotional branding, the the key of it, of it, at the heart of it is to think about how we like to consume content and how we want to uh, perceive ourselves through the content that we're actually consuming. So really key indicator on what you want to, if you're struggling with what kind of content you want to create and what kind of emotion you want to actually catalyze with your audience, think about the content that you consume. Think about the last 15 to 20 things that you saved, that you liked, that you enjoyed. Like for me, because at the heart of who I am and what I'm doing is all about empowering full potential. I love inspirational shit that isn't cliche. Uh, even though I used very cliche uplifting music in the beginning of my podcast, turns out that um, it works. That formula actually works and my audience really likes it. So fuck it, I kept it. But I also use something that is a song that I love from an artist that I love. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tycho and Satin Jackets, but this is a collaboration with them. I listen to a lot of this music. This music got me through the very first part when I was building my personal brand and I was just grinding, coming up with flushing out content ideas. But anyway, so for me, when I listen to this music, the feeling I have is... I kind of get into a space where anything is really possible. I don't like a whole lot of words or I don't listen to it. I'm, if I were going to be a DJ, I would definitely make like a type of music that would take people on an, a journey that didn't necessarily have words. And so I love to feel something through the frequency of the music without there necessarily being words, even though I like words sometimes. So anyway, so the whole point is I want I wanted my audience to feel hope and I wanted them to be inspired, like leave them inspired. And I wanted to leave you guys feeling something. There's also this other side of me that is really cynical and pretty underwhelmed with most things in life. That's right. So I walk this crazy tension between expectation and reality all the time. And inside of that is kind of leaves me pretty perpetually underwhelmed. And so Uh, theme for me has been like, I'm going to start something and then I'm going to kind of get it over the finish line. And then I'm going to slowly build it if I build it at all. And then I'm going to move on to something else. So this is my serial entrepreneurism, brandpreneurism uh, coming to play, but that's a whole other topic anyway. So when it comes to converting your audience with emotional branding, you want to think about how you want your customers to feel. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I want them to feel this and that, but the content isn't conveying that because there's nothing personal about what you're offering to about you, to your audience. The audience wants to see themselves through the content that you're creating. Creating a background of relatedness and using what is called, at least what I refer to as reflective messaging is super, super important. So the first thing you wanna think about when it comes to the seven secrets to converting your audience is one, humans make decisions emotionally first, then they confirm it with logic. So emotions first, logic second. We want to feel something. The emotional system lights up and then behind that is the logical program that's running that we're supposed to look at. But emotions are very, very, very key indicators. It's why people lose their shit on Instagram and these social platforms is because there's very deliberate social cues that are used to catalyze emotions. Second thing you want to know and remember and keep in mind is that humans are social creatures. We are hardwired for community. We're hardwired for connection. It is becomes really unnatural when that is taken away from us. So when you're creating content, think about ways that you can create more interaction and connection through community. The third thing is humans have an innate drive to connect to something bigger. This is probably my favorite, and I can definitely say this with whole heart that I know that if you're listening to this and you're following me in any capacity, you know that you're built for more. And there's a feeling inside of you and there's things that you dream about that has everything to do with impacting people and wanting to feel valuable in the world. I know that because I have that same drive. And the the difference that separates me from people who are sitting there dreaming and Actually going and doing it is execution. That's it. Like fuck people's opinions. Just get started. Just know that whatever you do is going to be like the worst is going to like the first that you do is probably going to be the worst and just keep your head on straight and know that all the like at best, everything will be a test. So like I said, if you're listening to this, you know, you're built for more and you know that you want to have an impact and you're questioning like and really investigating what makes you valuable. So keep that in mind when it comes to actually creating content and using emotional branding is that all humans have an innate drive to connect to something bigger. The fourth thing is humans have really short attention spans. We are terrible now, more so than ever. So I know that you're brilliant and I know that you know a lot, but the shorter and punchier and more interesting you can make it, the better off you have a chance of going viral and getting more visibility onto your brand. The fifth thing is human brains are always looking for patterns. This might be my favorite besides the third thing about the innate drive because I love pattern work. So human brains are always looking for patterns. So we think in patterns, we are patterns. We're basically just walking terabytes of information that are just algorithms running, running, running. So the simpler you can make things and the more you can say the same thing over and over and over again in repetition, regardless if you know a hell of a lot more, like I know you guys know, A lot. I know you're really smart. If you're drawn to my content, I don't kind of overly simplify stuff. I definitely teach a little bit more high level. It's just who I am as a person, and but I have a problem with simplifying for sure. So I make sure that I have good editors and I have people that look at my stuff first, with the exception of this podcast where I cram in like all this information into these episodes. But anyway, human brains are always looking for patterns. They're algorithms. So say the same thing over and over and over again and keep your message the same. I think the one thing that I've done a good job at is keeping the message over and over and over again the same in terms of empowering your potential, disrupting the status quo and wanting you guys to to feel that way, especially with people that I work with now. It's really about honing in on that singular idea and hopefully that is helpful for you guys. The other thing is humans constantly seek familiarity. They're constantly looking for things that that they can relate to. So background of relatedness, reflective messaging, familiarity. They're constantly looking for this. So familiarity in patterns that are short, punchy, that use an innate drive to connect to something bigger, that's social in nature, and that catalyze some kind of emotion. And you guys are on the right track. The last one is our brain seeks newness, excitement, and nuance in baby hits. So they seek these like, Little bite size bits of newness and excitement. So piggybacking on having short attentions, keep in mind that less is more and more and then more of that is more. So say what you can in less and then do that over and over and over again. Um, I could definitely do a part two to this. So maybe I will, but just to recap. Humans make decisions emotionally first and then confirm with logic. Humans are social creatures. They have an innate drive to connect. They have very short attention spans, are always looking for patterns and are seeking familiarity and want things in bite sized nuggets. So I hope that this was helpful for you today. I'm definitely going to be talking more about emotional branding. I'm going to dive kind of deeper into brand psychology and, um, what that means for personal branding in terms of proximity and mirror neurons and, um, how we connect through those things. But I will see you guys on the next episode. If you have reached the end of this episode, you're basically a legend. And I want to thank you so much in advance for leaving the most epic review ever. Really appreciate it. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe for more fun.